What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Tina Amini. Happy holidays, everybody. Justin Davis. Happy Scoopness. And Sam Claiborne. And Happy New Year. And it is the moment you've all been waiting for. Uh, the 75th annual Damie Awards have arrived. Um, we have a little bit of a pre-show for you first. Uh, we'll have the, the Damie Awards coming up. We're going to do our sort of year-end review, look back at uh, uh, what content uh, performed the best on IGN this year. But first, sort of as uh, an opening act for the Damie Awards, uh, is that Perfect Dark announcement that we ran out of time to get to last week. Uh, announced the Game Awards. We, all we've got is like a teaser trailer so far, and we know it's from the Initiative new studio from Microsoft. So... I love Perfect Dark. Uh, you do? I'm, yeah. Which Perfect Dark? What do you mean? The first Which Perfect one? Dark. Perfect Dark. Okay. All right. Yeah. The game's great. Amazing game. I didn't game. realize you were such a big fan. Of, I mean, I, I like Perfect Dark. Sure. What, what's what's love, not to like? I love Perfect that's Dark. What that's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand that, what, the original is t- oh, probably over 20 years old at this point. Listen, uh, we play 20 questions all the time. You should know this. That game came out, yeah. I believe, in 1998. I was going to say 98. So 22 years old. Uh, there's only one good one. There's, you know, the bad one on 360. Then there's a Game Boy Color version that I'm sure nobody played. Uh, so it's like, it's been a long time and it's a completely different type of game to like a first person shooter. You'd find it's not today. rare. It's it's not rare making it. Uh, it's a slower, it's like a slow paced first person shooter, which is partly because of, you know, the tech it was running on at the time and partly because Joanna Dark is a spy. So it makes sense mm-hmm. that she's a little bit sneaking around not yeah, getting good. in huge gunfights with 100 enemies so i just i don't know i don't i don't know if it actually makes sense to bring this game back um i, I just want to make a correction to... perfect dark was 2000 in the year 2000 okay so 20 yeah. years old yeah I, I totally remember the year 2000 now and when that came out yeah. I, have a, I have a question for you damon yeah i don't want to ruffle any feathers with this mm-hmm. Do you, mm-hmm. does this game have to be first person um i mean does it have to? No, just the first one was. So I, I don't know. I just like everyone, like, oh, Perfect Dark, it's a first person shooter. But you touched on this earlier. I, I don't really think about it that way. I think about it more as like an adventure. You know, you're using gadgets, you're crawling around, you know, you're looking through security yeah. feeds. There's a goofy sure. alien. Like, yeah. <laughs> so in my mind, it doesn't actually have to be a first person shooter. Like, I think it could be a different thing. They could pull a God of War with it. It could be set in feudal Japan. That'd be cool. <laughs> might be an improvement yeah but then i'd have to like um uh play a mental exercise where i just tell myself it's not a perfect dark game and it's actually a uh anyway so i so i i like i like perfect dark a lot too damon i don't know that i would say i love it but i really like it i was a big fan i played it a lot um the initiative is described as a quadruple a studio like highest of the high tier and i'm like and again, I like Perfect Dark. I'm like, is this really? Like, really? I, I mean, I know. Yeah, I know. That's this like, is the thing? <laughs> I, I tend to agree with you. Uh, they kind of have to, like, reintroduce yeah. Perfect Dark to two new generations of gamers, right? Well, didn't they, like, uh, refocus it around, like, eco sci-fi and not around aliens for some reason? What? I mean, I just from the teaser aliens. trailer? Yeah, from the t- and from the intro where they talked about it a lot in the, oh. the awards ceremony well, stuff. Yeah, I think that's just like the the theme around like you know th- those corporations they're really uh, warm in the globe and what mm-hmm. have you, um, and nature will retake you know uh, 
we'll retake society. There's overgrown vines everywhere, but there could still be aliens. The, the original, be. the original had a real vibe of like conspiracy theory, like secret societies and yeah. stuff that like, no, no, it's cool. Um, here's one thing that's encouraging to me. Uh, the head of uh, the initiative studio is Daryl Gallagher. Uh, and he was at Crystal Dynamics when they rebooted Tomb Raider. And he was like oh, the, cool. the head of sort of rebooting Tomb Raider and whatever it was, mm-hmm. 2013. So that's encouraging to me because they've done so they've done that. That was like that was a big success, right? So mm-hmm. maybe they can do the same thing with Perfect Dark. I hope they can. That's why they consider it a like quadruple A studio. It's supposed to be like a you know super powered group of developers come from so many different backgrounds like the director um drew murray was also uh, who worked on sunset overdrive so there's like yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. um star players here that should be able to borrow elements that worked really well in their games from their previous careers uh, yeah. that they could possibly put into here so it's kind of a super group studio i didn't realize that um, oh, I mean, I guess we've been hearing. I wouldn't even know the name if there weren't people attached to it that that I had heard of. Um, so, uh, uh, Perfect Dark ended with these, like you know, the conspiracy and the alien that, and then I don't remember any of that in Zero. Did you play Zero? I never played Zero because it was just it, it never got it didn't get good reviews. I didn't have a 360 right at launch. Yeah, it had that so, bump mapping. Just, yeah, Zero's it probably. I mean, I'm sure you can buy it on an Xbox Series console. Play it. Is it, not, um, is it not in Rare Replay? Good question. Did Rare make it? Was it a Rare game? Yeah, it's a Rare game. Yeah, it was, um, maybe yeah, it was yeah, a Rare yeah. Replay. I'm yeah. going to look it up on the Xbox store, see what it costs. Yeah. Worth, maybe worth checking out before. But yeah, this is a surprising reboot also just to not know anything about it except mm-hmm. for that teaser. Like That teaser doesn't show anything that looks like Perfect Dark except for Joanna Dark having like an, a, a... She always had a distinct haircut. Mm-hmm. And they show that in this. That's it. Yeah. That's the only connection. Perfect, perfect Dark Zero is 15 bucks. if you want to buy it and play it. Mm-hmm. Seems a little steep. Poorly received Xbox 360 launch game. Uh, <laughs> you know, I know we've talked about this on Scoop, but it's so crazy that Xbox has like unified their ecosystem now. Or like, If you have an Xbox console, you can buy and download and play this game right now. It, it's, yeah. it still feels ahead of its time, although that should be how you know Nintendo consoles and Sony consoles work too. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Tina, have you played Perfect Dark? I haven't, um, but the just from a cinematic, uh, this one looks pretty interesting. Just in, t- yeah. in the sense of um, what the narrative might be, the fact that it, you know, like a stealth shooter sounds really interesting. I love stealth games in general, so those like elements that they were teasing seemed really cool. Um, and it sounds like there'll be some parkour elements too. So going back to the whole Sunset Overdrive thing, mm-hmm. like that could be done really well. Like the really good traversal combined with a shooter in like a Titanfall-esque kind of way sounds really good to me. Um, I was listening to our one of our other podcasts, Podcast Unlocked, um, and Ryan called it uh, Perfect Dark Meets Mirror's Edge, mm-hmm. which um, mm-hmm. combo sounds pretty good. Yeah, for sure. And you're right. I mean, Sunset Overdrive was like a... That game is about motion and about yeah. getting around, and it, they did such a good job with that. It's almost like a skate game or something in that sense. Like, it'd be really cool to see what they could do with a... a if it is a first-person shooter, uh, that. Um, you know, for context out there, uh, if you haven't... Perfect Dark is, you know, a significant series primarily because it was the follow-up to GoldenEye. Right. So so GoldenEye on, on N64 w- was, you know, famous for multiplayer and, and, and single-player came in a little bit. Perfect Dark had just as good of multiplayer, I think, and everybody played it split-screen, and the, the campaign was so much better. 
Like mm-hmm. it was just a really That's cool self-contained story. Like it's just, it's so crazy to think of that being kind of the peak of rare. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Star Fox Adventures coming down a little bit, Perfect Dark Zero coming down a little bit, Cameo. And it's like, man, Rare was at the top of their game. They should have been making Half-Life Alex this year, you know, with, yeah, with a yeah. game that, that was that significant of a shooter at that time. But there's a different company now. Yeah, Perfect Dark was really ahead of its time. Um, the multiplayer was crazy good with the RAM expansion pack in the top of your N64. Yeah. Uh, the campaign levels, like the one that I really remember is the big villa that was like really sprawling and nonlinear and um, had different ways for you to approach things. And, uh, uh, you know, it really ramped up that system in Goldeneye of like the different difficulty levels didn't just make the enemies harder. Like it gave you different tasks you had to it's complete so fun. in the levels. I missed that from Assassin's Creed. It used to have perfect sync in Assassin's Creed. And it was like, yep. well, you're going to go assassinate this person, but also, you know, try not to do this and, and mm-hmm. make sure you stay hidden the whole time. Like, I, I like that stuff. In, in, in Perfect Dark, my favorite level was a, it's like a downed airplane. There's like, I think it's Air Force One and it's like crashed. And then you're on the airplane and exploring it. And then you're in like tunnels under it. And it's like all crazy. It's just like such a weird, like psychedelic level. But. Yeah, Sam, you're totally right about the comparisons between Perfect Dark and uh, Goldeneye. Goldeneye was probably more of the like the phenomenon, the cultural phenomenon. But me and my friends played Perfect Dark. That's like the one that we spent yep. all of our time mm-hmm. with. Same. Um, like it's interesting to think that Rare yeah. is still around. Tino's on Goldeneye. What's that? Tino was like, I, I was Goldeneye. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. I was about split. Honestly, like I played a lot of Goldeneye. It's and interesting Jeff to think that. We played um we played a lot of Perfect Dark because it had bots. So yeah, um, yeah, you know, me and my buddy would like just try to oh, try yeah. to you know defeat all the bots, and then it had the dark bots that were terrifying mm-hmm. and turned the multiplayer into a horror game because of how like <laughs> they'd scream around a corner and like headshot you in one second because they were like so good, like the best bots I've ever seen in a multiplayer <laughs> shooter. Yeah, um, it's interesting to think that Rare is still around, but they're not yeah. making. This new one. I wonder if there's anyone at Rare today that was there when they made <laughs> Perfect Dark, and now they have to watch the initiative make it, and they're stuck working on Sea of Thieves and. What was whatever, the last uh, Rare game? Sea of Thieves. The new, the new Rare game looks really cool, though. The like sort of naturey yeah. one that they showed. Yeah, off. yeah. What's that, that one? Have a good trailer. And I should mention Sea of Thieves Everwild. is like, as popular as it's ever been. Like it's it's yeah, that's true. right now, and that community loves it. And so I don't want to bash Rare. I was just kind of talking about their arc of development. Like just so, it's just not what I expected it to be. I thought they'd be making the most important first person shooters for the rest of our lives. It's just surprising. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, I've decided to be, uh, although I was a little bit skeptical, uh, the more we talk about it, I've, I'm, I've decided to be um, hopeful about the new Perfect That's Dark. That's what we just did here? <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> I played through, um, you know, I hadn't thought about Perfect Dark in over 10 years, but then when Rare Replay came out, I uh, I blasted through the campaign, and it was very nostalgic, and, um, you know, obviously it's, like, up on the Xbox One, so it, like, felt pretty good to play. Um, like, I'm sure if I were to actually dig out an N64 and play it, it'd be miserable, right? The like, stick makes it impossible. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Not how you I don't know how. Games. I don't know how we did that. Okay, that's enough. Perfect dark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, the moment you've all been waiting for. Let's kick off the seventy fifth annual Damie Awards. Um, is that what you guys are going to wear? Well, I was going to ask you, Damon. Uh, I, I know you got dressed up for the Perfect Dark discussion. Are you going to step it up for the awards now? <laughs> now, now I can relax. 
<laughs> Rip off the bow tie. Yeah, if you're just if you're listening to the show, I'm wearing a bow tie. Yeah, they can no, hear the strangular, strangulated voice. It's like yeah. a, it's not clip on, but there's just a band that goes around my neck that I clip. Oh, that makes it fancier. You got to specify. It's not clip on. <laughs> it's elastic. <laughs> not elastic, I wouldn't say. Anyway, uh, the bow tie is not um, getting any awards tonight. Um, Sam, do you have your, your slack open? Uh, yeah. You have eyes on your slack? Okay, yeah. here to uh, present the first award of the evening. Oh my gosh, I forgot we did this. <laughs> I totally remembered. It's And it's a category that's usually much more stacked than it is this year, but it's best movie I saw... Uh, and I only saw one movie in theaters. And Don't we get to guess it too? A couple other uh, movies I saw. So here to present the award for uh, best movie I saw is Sam Claiborne. Okay, I'm not going to look yet. Why don't I'm we just thinking... open it up to just? A, why don't you just make it any movie, and then it can be Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, I can't guess. Um, okay. You picked three. Yep. One of them, I guess, would have been my guess. Uh, first is Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Watch that. I was too drunk to remember it. Uh, Palm Springs. Palm real Springs. fun. Uh, and then Beastie Boys Doc, which I haven't seen yet. The Beastie Boys documentary. It's on Apple it, TV+. It's on Plus. Apple, so I'm going to get Apple to watch Ted Lasso, and then I can watch that as part of it. Yes. Do we, do we make a prediction on what, what Damon picked? Is that sure. how this works? Uh, sure. you, pick, you pick the Beastie Boys Doc. I think it's Palm Springs. I hmm. think Palm Springs because that would be my choice, so. Okay, Me too. that's good. Uh, Birds of Prey is the only movie that I saw in theaters this year. Uh, it Whoa. normally would. It, it's not my pick. I'm, I'm giving. I'm just going through the whole list. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that would. Um, I liked it. I don't think it would normally be included in my short list of best movies I saw, but I just saw so <laughs> few movies this year. Uh, another one I saw was um, Invisible Man. Just good. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't nominate as best movie I saw. So Birds of Prey was fun. Uh, definitely a step in the right direction for DC. Palm Palm Springs is very cute, very funny, but like a lot of. Uh, Straight to streaming movies. I think the screenplay could have used a couple more drafts. Um, and then, so I got to go with BC Boys Doc. BC Boys Doc. Okay. Uh, is BC that Boys. Good? Well, yeah, the documentary is great. Uh, and also just the BC Boys, hugely influential on me, my life, even beyond like music, just like style and um, attitudes. And like they're just uh, amazing, amazing trio of, of people. Uh, I love the documentary. It's, it's a companion to the book that came out last year, which sort of goes through you know their their young lives as, as uh, young men growing up in New York and just having total freedom to explore the city at all hours of the night without any sort of adult supervision and how they oh, uh, went from just being total like you know being in, in like a, a hardcore punk band to then really getting Which into apparently hip-hop. there's footage of that we're watching right now yeah shows how they got into hip-hop and like they in order to stand out in order to get attention they like developed these like asshole personas and like that was their shtick and that worked f- well for them but then they grew up as people and like they grew out of that and like they yeah they apologized for really, it yeah they spent their whole career sort of like uh making up for that and they grew into like very like socially environmentally conscious people it's just an amazing <laughs> story the only gripe i have uh the same gripe i had with the book is that they spent half of the book talking about their lives before they even released their first Beastie Boys rap album. Uh, so I, I, I guess I just would, would want more. I just wanted more. Didn't like, you say it like followed them on, on their like book tour a little bit too much too? Um, what do you mean? The book? No, the, the movie. Yeah. I thought like there's like pic- them being old a lot in it. 
Well, I mean, that's what the the oh, the move the this this movie is one of their book tour a recording of yeah. their book tour. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, they're they're old now, yeah, and it's them telling their stories. So, so we're yeah. giving this to Palm Springs, is what I'm saying. Beastie Boys documentary. Okay. Uh, I, I will say another documentary this year that yeah. embodied a similar like kids in the 80s being free and doing whatever they want um, came out this year. was really good. I enjoyed it. Class Action Park. Have you guys heard of it? Class. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, I heard of uh, it. Yeah. That's the one about the the um, the, uh, the danger park. Yeah. The, the sea yeah. park. Is it New Jersey? Is that where New it is? Jersey. Yeah. Action Park. And they have the New slide Jersey. that goes upside down. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, the cannonball loop or something. Fascinating documentary. But the overall point at the end of it, um, mm-hmm. also, I also just like like love theme parks, water parks, and whatnot. And my brothers yeah. grew up going to that park uh, and injuring themselves in it. Um, Whoa! Yeah, exactly. Cra- kind of crazy story. But uh, yeah, I just love like they kind of bring it back in the end to kids would just you know come home whenever, and their parents would be like, "Okay, see you mm-hmm. later," and there'd just be like yeah. no hold bar. They just get to go out and have that freedom. So similar. Vibe. I gotta see that. Yeah, where can good. we watch that? I think it's on HBO. Oh, cool. Yes, Does it have any cool arcade shots? <laughs> no. Um, I wonder the, if they had an arcade there. Um, they probably I did. don't think so. They had a giant bar, though, which I had no idea about. What? Like, about the, the water park? park? Yeah, there, there's like an entire... And they would hold big events there, too. Um, it's very interesting. It's great. It. <sighs> the yeah. movie can be summed up as 80s be crazy. Yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That sounds like it's relevant to my interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Good recommendation. The award, the award for the best old movie that I discovered this year goes to Humanoids from the Deep, which mm. is an amazingly trashy. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that Borba has footage of this. Uh, amazingly trashy uh, Roger Corman movie from 1980, uh, sort of a, a Jaws wow. Piranha mm-hmm. ripoff. I'll give you an indication of how trashy this movie is. The first kill, the first person killed is a little kid. Uh, and, and then it, what What do the humanoids want? Why have they come from the deep? What do they want? They, uh, they want to breed with us. So that's, uh, uh, it's a schlocky, uh, super uh, ridiculously gory early 80s horror film. I loved it. It's on Amazon. I, Corman in 1980 is a whole new thing, right? I mean, like, he well, he had, like yeah, he'd already movies been in the 1960s. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He'd already been around for decades. So. Uh, Humanoids in the Deep. That one's great. Okay, Justin, you get the uh, the uh, award with the longest list of nominations. I'm ready. This is this is the award for best TV show I watched. Here to present. Man, so many this year. Yeah. What we do in the shadows. Here yeah. to present the award for best TV show I watched is Justin Davis. Best TV show I watched, and the nominees are Ozark season three. No. Ted- Ted Lasso. Maybe. Co- Cobra Kai. Oh, maybe. High mm-hmm. score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Money Heist. The Boys season that. two. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, this is a good, this is a good season. For, this is a good year for Damon television. Mm-hmm. Um, Love is Blind. Uh, Shit's Creek. Sex Education season two. Mm-hmm. And What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Yeah, tough one. That's yeah. ten series. I can't believe I saw ten. I watched ten amazing TV series this this year. What else did is you, there to do? Did you amazing. see Never Have I Ever? No. I oh man, I think you'd like and, and show. T- teen show stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. It's so okay. funny. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, it's I'm, a tough one. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm gonna say Cobra Kai. That's I'm split prediction. between Cobra Kai and ha- what we do in the shadows, but I might say what we do in the shadows. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've cycled through what we do in the Shadows episodes three or four times now. It's so mm-hmm. so appealing to me. I would hope it would be for Damon, especially with the horror element of it. And we yeah, talked well, about it so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I definitely, I, I loved all these shows. I'd forgotten that Ozark season three was this year, um, but I really, really like that show. I, I think I watched it in January. Uh, Ted Lasso, I just saw recently on Justin's recommendation, and I super recommend that. Super, like, feel good. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's great. Um I liked the high score documentary on Netflix a lot. That was a big surprise. I just think the access that they had from people from the in yeah. the video games industry in the eighties and early nineties, especially from Nintendo. I loved watching those interviews. That was great. Money high so people died at Nintendo and when it was such a crazy time in the eighties. <laughs> so many injuries. Have any of you watched Money Heist? No, uh, I've never heard of that. It's a Spanish show uh about yeah. like a uh, bank robbery. Uh, mm. and it's great. It's really, really good. It doesn't take itself quite awesome too seriously. Oh, that's interesting because yeah. the trailer is very. Um, the Netflix algorithm is always putting that one in front of me, and I've never mm. given it a chance. It's so. really good. It knows you, Justin. Yeah, <laughs> it must. I was, I was just, I was a little lukewarm on season one of The Boys, but I really liked season two of The Boys. Oh, that uh, show is stressful, man. Mm-hmm. Stressful, and I like, I appreciate Ooh, all the ex- so exploding, violent. all the exploding blood and guts. It was great. So gory. Love is Blind is nominated with an asterisk. Of course, it's trash TV, but I loved it. It was so the the drama uh, that they ratched up, and that was just great. And that's coming from that's uh, coming from someone who's watched The Bachelor for a long time, and The Bachelor has gotten so like. And who dresses like the What's, yeah, I'm dressed like Big a influence on your style and dressing, like the Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, not much. Not much to say about Shit's Creek that uh, anybody, uh, you know, anyone doesn't know already. The show's hilarious. Uh, I, I super love that one, and it's got uh, the show has a great heart to it as well. Uh, Sex Education is a show that I don't hear people talking about a lot, but it's a British comedy, teen comedy on Netflix. And season two was great. And of course, like you guys said, what we do in the shadows, super super funny. Uh, I, I love that show as well. Um, but I got for uh, third season. That's not crazy. only that, but the third season is in like the early part of next year. It's it, they're like they were able to film it. They filmed it last. They filmed it in like January. Oh wow! Okay. Cool. But yeah, I got to give it to Cobra Kai. Uh, I I've sung the praises uh, here on the nice. show many times, but like I just I cannot believe that this show worked. A sequel to the Karate Kid from the '80s, and it's really good. It's like both uh, exciting. It's got good action, and then like really good characters and. Great drama happening. I just can't believe it. It's great. It's never been, I don't think yeah. there's ever been like a bigger gap between like how good something is and how good it should be. <laughs> like it has no right to mm-hmm. to to be this way. And yeah. <laughs> um it this is crazy. It does what it kind of does what Last of Us Part Two was trying to do better in terms of just like uh, making the uh, the antagonist of the original, the protagonist yeah. of the new one, and then well, the, yeah. the hero of the original, uh, Danny is, Daniel, is like a real douchebag as an adult. I don't know. Right. Well, we've been set up for that swap too, though. What do you mean? Years of years of oh. fans being like, you know, he was robbed, etc. Really? Like, is that was that a kind of a, a me- like a like a actual term <laughs> meme? Like that was a thing that like a piece of information that that was around. That's so yeah. Cool. It was a. I didn't it was know. a uh, popularly held opinion and even replicated in How I Met Your Mother through really? Harris's character. Yeah, that's such cool background because that means they knew about that and they're like, right. "Let's do something with this." Yeah, he he calls him the real Karate Kid. <laughs> wow, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Whole thing. 
Uh, a couple of others to note. Do you guys remember that Dracula was this year? Yeah, oh, I wow. love Dracula. Yeah, Dracula I mean that was great. Good. Didn't make the top ten. Though. I like I like Dracula episode one. Then it gets really yeah, weird. That's kind of why. I, that's why I didn't. I, I didn't nominate it, but yeah, cool. I like two three two. <laughs> I, I liked Umbrella Academy season two, just not as much as the yeah. Movies. Good characters yeah. in that. Yeah. I really, I really liked Queen's Gambit. We just finished that. Yep. Um, although I, I think it's like uh, exhilarating when she's playing chess, but then when she's hanging out with these dweeby dudes, it's kind of like, uh, I, I get a little <laughs> bored then. I like the traveling uh, and the sets. I mean, it's all mid-century yeah, stuff. So, you know, that I love part of it's stuff and it's really, yeah. really cool. It's so I love it to look at. I'm like, yeah. I'm, and I can't, I'm yeah. like, how, how do they even make this show? Like, it just feels yes. like, how, how do you do a stuff? Soviet Russian modern hotel like yeah uh, it's just yeah. it's or mexico city it's like so crazy just like the recreation of las vegas and all that stuff it's like right. I, netflix is good at having these shows like queen's gambit is great but like they're, they're good at having these shows that are like mainly just beautiful to look at and it kind of doesn't even matter what's like happening what it's about um and then finally mandalorian you know i think i'm, I'm enjoying right. it and the, the stuff that they've done I, hopefully this isn't a spoiler to people but what they've done with Boba Fett, I think, is amazing. Um, but overall, I just think that show is like good, not top tier, good, fun, good. You know, it's finally getting good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's warming up. It's it's yeah. Needs more baby. And then um, I I love every time there's X wings in that show. <laughs> Very rare. Whenever there they're, is, it's great. They're in there all the time. Um, <laughs> a couple times. They're the cop. They're like they're the cops now. They're like we're gonna cops are here and it's X wings. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's so funny. <clears throat> How do I? Oh, here we go. All right, Tino, you ready for uh, the big yeah. award? You get to Ooh, do the big award. Nice. This is the award for best game I played. Here to present the award for best game I played this year is Tina Amini. Did you okay. personally withhold that information in the last episode when we were talking about game of the year and only let us talk about our games of the year? No, I want for this. Episode? I, I'm trying to remember if Damon gave it away. Oh, I know what it is already, so I I'm taking it. Too. Thank you very much. You guys, <laughs> hold on. Uh, the okay. nominees are Hades, uh-huh. Hunt Down, Panzer Paladin, Streets of Rage 4, Ghost of Tsushima, hold on, going back, The Eternal Castle, um, and then finally Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon 2. And it is, of course, right? Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. What about yeah, Spelunky 2? Yeah, you'll notice I didn't even nominate it. Uh, I, mean, I did notice. We only had room for so many. <laughs> I like Splunky 2 a lot, but I was a little disappointed with um, how uh, with how many similarities there were to the original game. It wasn't the sort of like revelation that I was expecting, where it's mm-hmm. all new. And also came out right at the same time as Hades, and I think everyone was just like, I feel a little bit bad for um, the Splunky team. Mm-hmm. I think just Hades. Yeah, I can see that. Love. Yeah, um, it took the yeah, conversation. I really like Splunky 2. It's a it's a very you know one could say perfectly put together game, but well, it nominated. <laughs> it's your <laughs> because award. I was I was I was uh, I I was a little bit disappointed with like look. I it's, it takes a committee of Damons to solve the, these yeah. things. The council of Damons. <laughs> Hades, we talked about uh, a lot the last episode. Um, I, super impressive roguelike, but I I find myself looking forward to the. Uh, the moments in between runs more than the actual action of the runs. Hunt Down is a game seemingly made for me, uh, 2D, a 2D pixel art run and gun shooter with tons of 80s references and uh, like really fun boss battles. Every, every level is like very unique and different feeling. Multiple characters have different uh, abilities and weapons. It's great. That sounds great. Streets of Rage 4 uh, is like 
what companies, these developers that have been around for a long time should be doing when they uh, resurrect their old properties. Like that's, that, that's what Capcom should have done with its new Ghosts and Goblins resurrection. Did you watch that trailer, Sam? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's the ugliest possible version of a Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. I mean, some of the monsters look cool, but it just looks, yeah. and also it's like, do I really want to play a game with that slow of a character with a two hit till you're dead like everything is wrong with that game like it's not what i want to play in a, a yeah. monster hunter reboot or i'm sorry yeah, would... ghost and goblins reboot i saw capcom <laughs> and i just said monster <laughs> it's a really ugly art style but i would yeah i know i can only imagine what this would look like in like a dead cells pixel art art style like that sounds amazing and with streets rage for uh sega instead of making uh, it themselves they hired a small uh, indie developer that had a lot of love and passion for that franchise and let them make it and it turned out great uh, the Eternal Castle is a game I was singing the praises of earlier uh, in the year. I, I played it on Switch. It's a, a cinematic platformer with an amazing four-bit art style. That's how they describe it. Uh, and it's, it's emulating games like um, Out of This World and uh, Flashback, stuff like that. That game is super cool. Also has great pixelated gore in it. Uh, and Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2 is, you know, uh, it's very, very similar to the original uh, Curse of the Moon. Did you end up finishing that one, Sam? Yeah, I beat it. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. I, get, I definitely got to the last boss. I, I think I got frustrated on the last boss. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a, that sounds about right for me too. So good uh, though. I really like how you can play how you want with the characters, and then like how yeah. you start monitoring their life their life bar so carefully and getting stressed out about that. It's really fun. It's yeah, like it's, turtles. Oh, I didn't even mention. Like I, I skipped over Panzer Paladin, but I was going to say that the having multiple characters and each of them have um, their own health, but then when the, when that character's health is gone. You have to go on without them. It's kind of like having breakable weapons in a game like Breath of the Wild and Panzer Paladin. Uh, all the weapons have a, a, a their own health bars and they uh, mm. can be destroyed. So you always have to think about, is it worth using my most powerful weapon right now? Or should I try yeah. and save it, even though it's going to make it dip more difficult to get through this level? I, I, I like playing those games in my head, those little meta games while I'm doing all the platforming and all the other stuff. Uh, but yes, uh, Tina's right. As I said, uh, last episode it's not even fair ghost of tsushima open world uh feudal japan samurai game and uh all they had to do was not mess it up and they didn't the game is <laughs> the game I mean, is so so good like uh, something i didn't get to talk about uh, in last week's episode that i really appreciate about that game is it's um you know there's so many different stances there's so many different you know varied interesting oh, yeah. side activities that it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like the first game in a new franchise. It feels like something that they've been working on and iterating on for a long, long time. Where like Ghost of Tsushima two or three would have all this stuff packed into it, but they managed to, um, you know, they managed to shove it all in their very, very first try. Like it's amazing. Sucker Punch has never been, um, you know, a bad developer by any stretch, but um, they really, really stretched and, and reached a new height with this one. That I, I am a little bit surprised and impressed that they had it in them. Yeah, I am too. I loved uh, goosing my challenge meter or whatever the challenges were, where you'd be like, come out and fight me. And then yeah, people yeah. come out and you can kill like five or six of them by the end of that by just like yeah. hitting the button at the right time. That feels so badass. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love well, the like the one on one duels that you have with like the Ronin around. Like what? you'll come to the pond and he's just there, he's just been there waiting for you. Like who knows how long. Meditating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those got better, but at the start of the game, those were really hard. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the challenges, the loud challenges, are are, are like an interesting tension because because uh, then they stop you from doing stealth, right? Yeah. So it's like yeah, every absolutely. single time, 
every single time I'm ever trying to like take over a castle or you know whatever, uh, I have to decide like, do I want to try mm-hmm. to stealth it or try to just knock five of them out right now? For sure. Mm-hmm. Although I think you can like run away. Yeah, I think you can run away, get them to not be aware, and then run back do the challenge. <laughs> can you do the bush hide? You go in the bush for a little bit. Where's your honor? (laughs) It was it was gone as soon as I decided to go the stealth route. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for real. We've been over this. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give a shout out to Maneater, the open world uh, shark game. Uh, That I I had a lot of fun with that super janky game, Um, but uh, very very fun, enjoyable. And I when I think back about that game, my like emotional response is how your shark. The shark uh, is like uh, you. It mutates over time and develops like uh, this, like bone structure. This exoskeleton that grows over its skull, and its eyes glow red, and its teeth are like all like they're like. I mean, they don't. They're not like uniform. They're like they're like really like evil looking. So I just I remember how like evil my shark looked because uh, uh you know a human I think hunt or fished his mother uh and he grows you know the whole thing is like you start out as a tiny little shark the more you eat the bigger you get and you're just going to eat all the people in the world to get revenge for your mom uh, and these cyber psychos um and then desperados 3 is a game that i spent a lot of time with uh this year that's a uh strategy game from the guys that did um shadow tactics uh blade of the shogun and it's really good the it's more of a PC game, but they got it to work pretty well on PS4. And the level is like really long. It takes hours just to complete one level. So I spent a lot of time with it, but I, I, I didn't finish it because I think uh, Ghost of Shishima came out and uh, I, I moved on with it. But I had a lot of fun with Desperados 3. And then a game I just started playing last night, Monster Train. That's going to be oh, like, yeah. Monster Train is awesome. And that really? Was, uh, Monster yeah, Train is really good. Well, you're not going to like it, Sam. <laughs> it's a, is it it's a card a, game? It's a card game. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, a card okay. game, but like people that like Slay the Spire, uh, mm-hmm. Bor- Borba, if you're listening, uh, this is like it could be like the next Slay the Spire. It's it's really really good, and it's ju- it's different enough to stand on its own. I think. Would you agree, Justin? It's really great. Um, I, I I love it and can't recommend it highly enough. I do think Slay the Spire, um, Monster Train, sort of shunts you into a few different builds, mm-hmm. and I think you have more flexibility in a game like Slay the Spire, like. Monster Train's good for like 40 hours, whereas Slay the Spire is like a 400-hour game if, if you want to let it be that. Are you on a train with monsters? Is this a literal game? Yeah, yeah you're yeah. defending the train as monsters invade it, and the train's going through uh, the circles of hell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just hit Game Pass, um, so it's on Xbox now. So I checked well, it out. Actually, you, you are the monster train, and you're defending it from angels that are trying to stop you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Check. Okay, the final award of the evening is uh, the best joke I heard this year. The best dad joke I heard this year, I should specify. Whoa. Oh boy. Okay, so the first runner-up is, um, remember the joke I made about the chiropractor? No. I made it about a week back. <laughs> Here we go. No. <laughs> <laughs> Our second runner-up is, uh, I finally got my dream job. At the guillotine factory. I'll be heading really? there shortly. Yeah. <laughs> hearing these, by the way. What's up? Where are you hearing these? Like in casual conversation? I cannot reveal my sources. Oh, uh, I see. <laughs> the best, my, my favorite dad joke that I heard this year uh, is um, a guy tried to sell me a coffin today. Mm-hmm. Total, that's the last thing I need. 
Fair. Thank you, everybody. Thank I, you. I, hey, just so everybody knows out there, we're going to pipe in the laughter. We couldn't muster yeah. it ourselves. So uh, we yeah. got our producer on the line. He's taking notes and he'll get in the yeah. laughter there. With claps and laughter. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we all made facial expressions. Yeah. But the laughter the will week be back one. Nobody even reacted to that one. If um, that one took me a second longer than I than I'm willing to. Well, they were I, clearly willing to admit we were already on joke. <laughs> we were already on joke two before joke one landed. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> well, I was because I was genuinely trying to rack my brain. Like, yeah. oh, I forgot something Damon said. <laughs> um, Damon, I, oh, do we have to pick which one wins? Oh no, I, the the coffin one is my favorite. Oh really? That's, okay, yeah. that's the one. All right. Well, uh, thank you for tuning in to the 75th annual Damien Awards. Congratulations to all our winners. <laughs> it's weird that we do these 12 times a year. Mm-hmm. Let's see, before we wrap things up, um, what do you guys, do you guys know, who knows what the most read article on IGN was this year and not not like a wiki or a guide what was the most read so that's so rude that's the rudest thing you've ever said oh and it's how to buy a playstation 5 that's exactly right where to pre-order a playstation 5 but i know what number two is now because it just arrived there and it's the cyberpunk review um and it just announced another review yeah. it must just yeah, be for a month it? because my next question was going to be what do you think is our most popular review and as of today as of this taping it's not cyberpunk Yes, what, did, what did we, we saw it was just going to pass. That's the thing. It was like, yeah. it was just going to pass. Avengers. It'll probably, it's it was Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. We yeah. Super it. weird. But yeah. you know what? That, out, everybody stopped caring about Avengers after that review went up. Well, yeah. And to be fair, it was like, you know, an in-progress thing. So we replayed that's it right, another yeah. time. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, a good, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. That beta went out well in advance of, of the release. So I think that's why. Hey, we, have yeah. a few, we had a few more, uh, we have a few more review follow-ups for Cyberpunk 2 to add in there. That's true. Um, yeah, the, in gen, next gen. By the time this episode is out, Cyberpunk will probably have leap, leapfrogged over Avengers. We, uh, what I run on IGN is our commerce business and, and pre-order business and the P- PlayStation 5. Like, it's unbelievable. You still can't find one anywhere. Like, it's getting, it's still very, very hard to find both consoles. But the Xbox actually, it actually stayed in stock for like five or ten minutes yesterday. Where it's like, PS5 is still just like, you know, blink and you miss it. Um, that's that's pretty significant that you could buy the xbox that easily yesterday yeah for five minutes on amazon so <laughs> so um, easy we'll be like it, it, <laughs> yeah well. it happens in drips and drops right like it'll be 10 minutes next time and then 20 and then right. eventually yeah hopefully eventually everyone will have them yeah um, and it, 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 that system's worth getting right now to play cyberpunk on according to damon forba yeah, says some ps5s actually just became available during this taping yeah, wow, they um they went up on Best Buy and Walmart yesterday and today. So um, <laughs> every single one that's sold is just one less person that's on the hunt for it. So if you're one of the people that are still trying to get one, um, you know, follow IG and Deals on Twitter and we'll hook you up. Ugh, those bots, though, am I right? The uh, that PS5 pre-order article is not only the most page views of the year, but it's the most page views since we switched our analytics platform three or four years ago for a single article. Wow. And I can tell you guys what the biggest guide page was that that wasn't there's was a bunch of guide pages that were more popular that weren't written this year. But the one that was written this year was an Animal Crossing one. Hmm. I, I know one and two because I looked them up not an hour ago. Animal the Crossing. first one was All Villagers. 
So that's what just is, that's, that's actually a surprise to oh, me. Just a list of all the villagers. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's you can um, you can boot villagers out of your out of your island. So some mm-hmm. people will like nag their villagers to leave if they want a preferred villager in. And pe- and people came became really dedicated to get cert- certain villagers. And then there's these cards you could use to scan in villagers for ones you wanted, but those sold out immediately at the head of the pandemic and never came back in stock. They're just one non-existent. Last, that was one of the last pictures I took pre-pandemic. Where well, we office. spread them all out on the floor. Yeah. 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 Some say they're still there. <laughs> they they were they there weren't for a long time. <laughs> maybe two months ago. They were there yeah. all summer long. I went in, got some, and used them. And then the second most popular page is fish list and fish locations and times. So those are the those are the most popular 2020 game or yeah. wiki wiki guides. Yep. Everything else is a cheats page from lots of different games. Just like going back through history. GTA five cheats and secrets. That yeah, was just the, gonna say there's a bunch of GTAs in there. It's not just that, San Andreas, a bunch of other stuff. The Sims. single the single most read page on all of IGN in 2020 is uh GTA five cheats and secrets. Same as has been probably since 2013. Mm-hmm. People um, just cannot memorize these cheats. <laughs> <laughs> but the most popular 2020 game uh so like the oh, the game yeah. that got the most page views from like all articles reviews uh previews and the wiki is final fantasy mm-hmm. 7 remake cool that's unusual that yeah. that game ended up being a very popular guide game just like people loved using the guide for that so i'm sure that added up but that's earlier part of the year people went crazy for our coverage of it too well that cyberpunk our, uh... guides are starting to pick up as oh of- yeah you know, launch. So we'll see. I have no like. question. Yeah, Cyberpunk is just going to be a, a megaton once it works for everybody. Until uh, until uh, Mario 3D All Stars blew it out of the water. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake was the game that IGN Deals saw the most pre-orders from too, as well. Mm-hmm. That was so cool that when the 3D All Stars was taken off and everybody's excited, but then people were pretty disappointed by that launch. But I yeah, it. it's the Nintendo. I I I don't. I, it's the only available for a limited time thing. That's the mm-hmm. only thing I can attribute it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, does anyone know what the most read news article of the year is? It, the answer might surprise you. Okay, the third uh, cyberpunk delay. <laughs> I bet it's a. I bet it's one of our science stories. Yeah, I think it's the asteroid stories. almost hitting Earth one. I I I, I omitted those. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, was I, asteroid yeah. almost hitting Earth? The yeah, one? that was it. But I, I so I, I should specify the video game, the most read video game news story of the year. This is an asteroid scoop. Um, <laughs> is it the uh, uh, ACO playing, um, or watching doing yeah. the tw- Twitch stream? Yeah. No, it's no. Microsoft no longer selling 12-month Xbox Live Gold plans ahead of wow. Xbox Series X launch. That's it. That's it. That's I the most. I was thinking like started. Microsoft Bethesda, but no. I know it's really. Yeah, really... that was a pretty big story, right? <laughs> that was. was yeah. <laughs> uh, number two was a mother recovers the twenty thousand dollars her son secretly spent on Twitch donations in seventeen oh, days. Oh, that was that was a crazy one. That had a good ending, right? They were they restored the money. Oh, that's that is the story. You said that was the recovery yeah. one because we covered yeah. the first part of that, which was son spends twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then number three was PS 5s controller, the DualSense revealed. That was really the good. controller instead of anything about the console or games or anything. But yeah, well, that, they were right. they were more willing to talk about that first before the console. Yeah, uh, the controller yeah, was revealed fair. first. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. Wow. Okay. So then, looking into twenty twenty one, it's a little bit slow going right into the year uh, in terms of new game releases but are there any uh sort of uh, any, any games that are coming in 2021 whether they have a release date or not that you are looking forward to 
Tina. My, bra- my brain's not Damon, working. Can, can you guess mine, Damon? Uh, in 2021. Wow. Could, wow. Uh, is it um, God of War 2 or Ragnarok? No. Um, it's, it's, we've talked about a particular theme that we may share in our current game of the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's either open world or it's Tokyo. Japan. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, Ghostwire Tokyo. Japan, but yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire it's Tokyo. at least cool. one of the games that I'm looking yeah. forward to. Yeah. Looks trippy as hell. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a couple um, trailers for the game. And that's this, um, the Evil Within team, right? Uh, I it? believe. Shinji Mikami? So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam, I how about fun. you? Can you guys guess what mine is? Uh, one of the games came out this year and I loved it. And it, I think it got a little bit snubbed by our staff because it was short, but it was really, really good. And it was too scary to play for a lot of people. A short, it's scary coming game out with a year. sequel next year. Yeah. Although short the sequel, scary. the sequel is four games later. Resident Evil Village. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, because I loved yeah. Resident Evil 3, and I, I thought that was a really great start to this year. I love 2 and 3 remakes so much, and uh, yeah, Village, I'm so into Resident Evil. I mean, I, I'm more into the the behind-the-person the, the games, third-person games, but yeah, yeah, that's definitely my number one. Justin, how about you? It's an interesting question. I might need to look at a calendar. I mean, the most anticipated game in general is overwhelmingly Breath of the Wild 2. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know that we're actually going to get that next year. I hope we do. Um, that and maybe a maybe a fully functional and patched cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, I think well, I have one that we all share. It comes out on share. next gen. Yeah, yeah. it comes out on next gen next year. So I haven't tried to get a refund for the <clears throat> PS5 version, so I have it on PC and PS5, or you know, the PlayStation version. And so maybe I'll just leave that PlayStation version until it's all patched up. I don't know if anybody's as excited about it for me, but I think play it and give it a try. But I think Lord of the Rings Gollum is interesting. Yeah, it's a Lord of the Rings game that's coming out. Yeah, I'll be yeah. interested to see how that turns out. No, nobody cares. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wait yeah, for the we'll reviews see. on that one. Can yeah, there are a couple we'll see. Before we break, can I share a cute story? Uh, yeah. Yes, you can. You may. Um, me and my older daughter, who's six and a half, um, she's really like a switch has been flipped, and like I've told, I've talked about on the show before that we play video games a little bit together, but she found them really frustrated and didn't have much fun, but like. Now she's familiar enough with controllers and stuff that like a whole door has been opened and we can play all kinds of games together. And um, we've been playing Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> and uh, oh, she, she just calls it Sneaky Goose. She's like, can we so play cute. Sneaky Goose? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then like it, they patched in this two-player mode. And so we're both these different geese just honking at people and ruining their day. And now she asks to play like Sneaky Goose just in light, like around the house. She just wants to play it. And um, she makes me, she doesn't know that this is what she's describing, but she makes me have like uh, an NPC. She's like, go stand over here, count Mm. to five, and then turn around and go over here and count to five. And she's like, and I'm going to try to sneak behind you and like grab things and like (laughs) untie your shoes and like. Then she made me have these like keys sticking out of my pocket that like she had to try to steal my keys and she's broken down the level design. Good for her. Yeah, yeah then, for real. Then she, then she pretends to be a goose, her and her sister, and then and then and then after about five minutes, it just becomes them um, screaming and honking. And, well, um, if you um, if you need another Christmas gift for them, you should totally get them a goose costume. Is it? I didn't know those existed. <laughs> anything? Come on, type anything into Amazon; it exists. Goose costume. <laughs> 
Hell yeah. Yeah, except for um, it's very cute and wholesome, except she takes she's like, now I want to bite the people. And I'm like, I don't think <laughs> I don't think the goose can do that. Like Yeah, you can only honk in the game. I'm uh, like, he's mischievous. He's not like evil. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He just wants the, the those bells. You yeah. do bite things. You can bite and drag things, but you can't dr- bite people yeah. as far as I remember. And um, and that's also an example of Game Pass getting me, by the way, because we started the, you know, it's on Game Pass, and that's why we were playing it. And um, on December 15th, a couple days ago, it was taken off of Game Pass. And so then I just had to buy it. <laughs> like, really? Which, you know, whatever. Like, I buy games all the time. But like, but that that's, kid pressure. Yeah, that's the kid it. pressure. That'll do it. And that's yeah. also, I'm sure that's the stats that, like, Microsoft shares with developers, right? It's like, ah. be on Game Pass a while, and then, you know, your game sales will mm. increase. And it's like, it completely worked on me. Whoa, I never thought about the the after purchase thing. Yeah. Yeah, they sell I, I'm positive. I don't know that this is the case, but I'm positive that they, they share stats and it has a halo effect on other platforms. Like the the switch sales probably mm-hmm. increased, and then when it's taken mm-hmm. off a of game pass, their sales probably go up. Uh, and that brings us to video game 20 questions and our suggestions this week come from Nick. He says, it's only fair to send off 2020 with not one, but two rounds of video game 20 questions. It's only 2021. Let's double the exciting action. Video game 2020 questions. I don't see how far we that. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can we do it in four minutes? That's, yeah. why, I, that's why I shared my anecdote. I have a meeting. We were playing 20 questions. Well, we, we, we have to play 20 questions. Okay. okay. Uh, it's, we'll it's, it's, it's the law. Let's get to uh, it. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Let the questioning begin. Is this first this game is... on current generation consoles? No. Did it come out uh, before 2000? No. Ooh, did this game come out on the previous generation of consoles? PS3, 360, or what? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you're calling previous? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I guess. For so. now. For now. Yes. Yeah. It did. Okay. Uh, is this an exclusive? No. Is it part of a series? Yes, that's five. Okay. Uh, was this game developed in Japan? Yes. Is it an RPG? Yes. Whoa. Okay. okay. Was, it, was this game made by Square Enix? Yes. Uh, is, is this a Drockway game? Sorry, Tina. No. No. <laughs> no. Is um, it an FF? Is it a Final Fantasy game? Yes, that's 10. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't okay, know them okay. for that era. Yeah, I mean, is this one of the main line? Is this, is this game titled Final Fantasy number after that? Yes. Okay, so it's got to be it's got to be 13, right? Does this game star lightning? No. I mean, I guess it could be 14. Is this game an MMO? Yeah. Yes. Okay, is this game Final Fantasy fourteen? I just want to remind everyone that if you're wrong, you lose. Oh boy! <laughs> what are you? It's not eleven. It's not Final Fantasy eleven. I don't understand what you're doing to us right now. Um, you can guess fourteen if you if you like. It's an MMO. Like what? It's not. Did you rom- say yes? It was an MMO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it came out on that generation. I but mean, I don't think 14 came out on those those consoles. Or it came out on PS4. It absolutely, I, I that's this is I three. Played it. three. PS3, yeah. Oh, is that 11 then? Maybe it is 11. Well, I don't know. No, it's not 14. <laughs> yeah, because 12 came out on that that era 13. of stuff. 
Okay, so did this game come out initially come out and be extremely poorly received and then get completely re- reworked and relaunched to a, to significant critical acclaim? Uh, no. Is it Final Fantasy XI? Yes. 15. I didn't know what the answer to that question was. Yeah, Final uh, Fantasy XIV came out and everyone hated it and it was terrible. And then it was the first well, example I, I can ever think of of a game, you know, like they took like two years and rebuilt it and relaunched it and everybody loved it. We have one minute. All right. Yep. Yeah, we Final, can't Final Fantasy XI uh, originally came out on PS2 and PC in 2004 and then was uh, came out on 360 in 2006. Okay. What's it, does everybody have a hard out? Yeah. Everybody has a hard out. Only okay. Tina told me at the, at the beginning. I'm sorry. We just Everyone's, let her take the heat. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else flew under the radar. <laughs> I didn't even check until it right. popped up 15 minutes ago. Okay, and then I guess that's all the time we have. <laughs> We can do it uh, over Slack, and we can send this guy the results. So yeah, send them to Nick in IC. Okay. All right. uh, that is all the scoops that we have for you this year, I'm afraid. Thank you so much for hanging out with us all year long. Uh, we're going to take uh, next week off to have a little break, and then we're going to come back uh, with brand new episodes of GameScoop in the new year. Thank you to Justin. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Jaborba. Always working behind the scenes. My name is Damon. This has been IGN GameScoop, and we're out.